Today in business from Wired. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Business from Wired. California's plan to electrify Uber and Lyft doesn't add up. A 2030 target for electric vehicles to dominate ride-hailing is a lofty goal, but it's the drivers, not the companies, who may have to foot the bill. By Ariane Marshall. Gabitz Hoken has been picking up Bay Area Uber and Lyft passengers in electric vehicles since 2018, and he says he is never going back to petrol. The day to day reality of driving an electric vehicle is like a gasoline car, except it's quieter, more fun to drive, more comfortable, and passengers love it, he says. EVs, he explains, are an especially good fit for the stop and start of driving in dense cities because they use regenerative braking, which captures the energy used to slow to a stop and reinvests it in charging the battery. Instead of tracking down public chargers, he hooks his car up to the charger he's installed at his house. Every night, it's like magic gas fairies fill your car with $1.16 gas, he says. Who wouldn't want that? It's an especially nice perk now, with global gas prices so high that drivers say it's cutting into their profits. Now ride-hailing companies are relying on the majority of California's roughly 300,000 drivers to follow Etz Hoken's lead, replacing their gas cars with electric equivalents. Lyft and Uber are following up on pledges they both made in 2020 to electrify all their U.S. rides by the end of the decade. And California is holding them to it with a new rule, called the Clean Miles Standard. By 2030, the companies must make sure at least 90% of all the miles driven in the state are in electric vehicles, five years before the state hopes to nix sales of gas-powered vehicles. But it's not the companies who will have to pay for this change. The burden will likely fall on an already encumbered group of independent workers. According to a 2020 study of ride-hail drivers in Seattle, drivers make an average of $9.73 an hour, after accounting for expenses like a vehicle, fuel, insurance, and vehicle cleaning. Another 2020 survey, this one of San Francisco drivers, found that more than a third would have to borrow money to pay off a $400 emergency expense. If you're not making a lot of money, you're not going to be able to buy a Tesla to drive for Uber, says Alvaro Belinez, an Uber and Lyft driver and the vice president of Rideshare Drivers United, a California-based advocacy group. In the U.S., drivers are independent contractors, responsible for financing and maintaining their own vehicles. And right now, electric vehicles are expensive, with a global semiconductor shortage curtailing production and driving up prices even more. Plus, for drivers who rent their homes, live in apartment buildings, or rely on off-street parking, installing charging stations so they can charge overnight is costly, complicated, and in some cases simply impossible. 
These drivers must depend on sometimes patchy, sometimes expensive networks of public charging stations, where it can take anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes to recharge. And if they damage their cars, they have to rely on a still underdeveloped repair and parts industry for EVs. The price of EVs is so high that paying back the cost of renting one might force me to work for this company for countless hours, says Bolinas. After eight years of driving and what he describes as repeated cuts and how much of a fare goes to drivers, he says he doesn't trust the companies to do the right thing, even when it comes to emissions. That's Hoken, the EV evangelist, who also writes about ride-hailing for the driver-focused blog The Rideshare Guy, doesn't either. It's just a constant parade of lies from these guys, he says of the companies. Two years on, he says he hasn't seen either do enough in the way of promoting electric vehicles. Elizabeth Irvin, a transportation policy expert with the research and advocacy organization the Union of Concerned Scientists, estimates that to hit California's 2030 goal, more than half of the state's 300,000-plus rideshare drivers will have to get into electric cars, especially the small share of drivers who complete the majority of the trips on the platforms. Uber says it will spend $800 million by 2025 to help drivers transition to EVs. One program pays drivers an extra dollar per fare they pick up in a plug-in or battery electric vehicle. After a Bloomberg report last year that drivers weren't receiving their EV bonus, Uber attributed the error to a glitch and said it paid those drivers back. In some cities, it offers another program called Green that allows riders to pay extra to take an electrified ride. Uber says it currently has almost 15,000 drivers in zero-emission vehicles on its app worldwide, though the majority of those are in Europe. Last fall, Uber announced a buzzy partnership with Hertz that would allow up to 50,000 drivers to rent Teslas. But some drivers told Wired that the program, which can cost more than $1,600 a month, is too expensive for a gig worker. Abdul Farah sometimes drives for Uber in Minnesota's Twin Cities to make extra money, and he rented a Tesla through the Hertz program last December during a busy New Year holiday. Because he lives in an apartment without easy access to a charger, he says he spent too much time looking for charging and then waiting for his car to fill up with electricity. As an Uber driver, your time is money, he says. People tend to get distracted by cool new things, he says. I'm here to tell you not to do it. Neither Uber nor Hertz responded to questions about their rental program. Paul Augustine, Lyft's head of sustainability, says the company will eventually offer electric vehicles nationwide on Express Drive, the program it uses to connect a small share of its drivers to rentals, though it doesn't have them now. A trial with the state of Colorado already allowed Lyft to put 200 Express Drive renters in EVs in 2019. He expects the price of electric vehicles and their components to fall in the coming years. We need to make sure we're not disengaging low- and moderate-income drivers, he says. California regulators, who are still hammering out the details of the Clean Mile standard, have sensed the tension between drivers and companies. Employment status is the elephant in the room, Shreyas Jatkar, a policy specialist at the State Workforce Development Board, said at a recent meeting hosted by state agencies involved in writing the rule. Despite this, Uber and Lyft have spent more than $200 million to ensure that drivers in California remain independent contractors and are ultimately responsible for their own EV transition. In 2020, the firms alongside delivery companies DoorDash and Instacart spent that much to orchestrate an aggressive ballot measure campaign that ultimately convinced a majority of state voters to cement that employment status. In exchange, drivers receive a minimum wage guarantee while driving to and completing rides, but not while waiting for them, and a health care subsidy for those who drive a high number of hours per week. 
Drivers are still not eligible for traditional employment benefits like full workers' compensation and sick pay. Drivers' employment status has proven a barrier to electrification, says Sam Appel, the California state manager of Blue Green Alliance, a coalition of environmental and labor groups. This business model creates a huge financial and operational impediment to rolling out a technology that needs to be rolled out at scale with a huge investment behind it, he says. That's too bad because environmental experts say that electrifying ride-hail vehicles is a great idea, partly because contrary to the company's early marketing, the business is not naturally good for the earth. Recent research by the Union of Concerned Scientists estimates that ride-hailing trips cause on average 69% more pollution than the trips they displace, even the ones taken in private cars. The problem is that Ubers and Lyfts have to travel between fares, usually burning gas along the way. Turn those trips electric, though, and the numbers don't look so bad. Electric ride-hailing trips, the same analysis found, would cut emissions by half compared to private cars. Jeremy Mihalik, a Carnegie Mellon University professor who studies electrification policy, says that he's hard-pressed to think of a better sector to electrify than ride-hailing. The vehicles cover a lot of miles. Soon there will be a lot more electric models available in the U.S., especially compared to other high-pollution vehicles like trucks. It really makes sense that there's a focus on that application, Mihalik says. In addition to their investments, Uber and Lyft say they will need the government's help to hit their 2030 goals. Now we're seeing some of the stick-style policies start to form in California. We hope there will be carrots to follow as well, says Adam Gromis, who handles Uber's sustainability policy. The companies would like to see more government subsidies for prospective low-income EV buyers. California already offers some programs that get chargers into apartment buildings, and a more complete network of public stations. Grama cites a new congestion pricing plan in London as a positive step towards electrification. There, the mayor has proposed to expand a program that charges drivers of non-electrics high fees to travel through the heart of the city. A similar scheme is in the works in New York City, but is years behind schedule. If Uber and Lyft don't meet the target to have all their cars electrified by the end of the decade, they can offset remaining emissions by upping their pooled rides, a service that was discontinued during the pandemic, or reducing the number of miles each driver travels between trips, or even investing in bike or walking infrastructure. The rule will slowly begin to ratchet up the company's emission standards beginning next year. But California drivers say that without renewed trust and transparency, they're not sure the company's electric dreams will make it off the ground. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.